wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth. Hallelujah. We give glory to God this morning for the privilege to share God's word with you. I also want to thank God for the life of his servant for this privilege giving me to share God's word with you this morning. This month we are looking at a greater than Solomon this year. And in this service we are looking at the part 3P of this series. A greater than Solomon is here, part 3B. I want to begin by saying that redemption places the believer in higher manifestation of wisdom than the Old Testament saints. Everyone that is born again has the ability to manifest higher wisdom than any other Old Testament saints. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 to 11, it says, Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killed, but the Spirit, the Spirit giveth life. But if the ministration of death, written and engraving in stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not steadfastly behold the face of Moses, for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away, how shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For if the ministration of condemnation be glory, how much more doeth the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory? For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect, by the reason of the glory that excelleth. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remaineth is glorious. Hallelujah. So this scripture compares the Old Testament believer and the New Testament believer. And it says that the Old Testament saints, the covenant that they had with God, was a covenant of death which has no glory. When you compare that covenant with the New Testament, we have a better covenant than those people. So if people like Moses, people like Daniel, people like Solomon, walked in strange wisdom and produced works that was undeniable, then we have a better covenant and we are placed in a better position to manifest wisdom that produces supernatural results than all these people. 
So by you becoming a believer, you have the ability to manifest strange wisdom than Solomon. Hallelujah. Therefore, it is important for us to know this subject of divine wisdom. We have talked about various types of wisdom, intellectual, earthly, demonic, divine. But we are talking about godly or divine wisdom. It is the wisdom that is from above that makes high flyers. In John chapter 3 verses 31, the Bible says that whatever is from above is above all. Earthly wisdom is limited. Intellectual wisdom is limited. But the wisdom that is from above is unlimited. It is that wisdom that makes you be above. We read about the story of Solomon that by reason of his wisdom, great wealth was wrought by his hands. And you read the story and he said that all the kings of the earth traveled to hear of the wisdom of Solomon. So Solomon did not travel to any place. It is not wisdom from abroad. It is the wisdom from above that makes high flyers. That is why he said that wisdom is the principal thing. Any other thing is vice principal. Therefore, in all your doings or gettings, get understanding. So wisdom makes high flyers. In Proverbs chapter 12, verses 8. Proverbs chapter 12, verses 8. He says that a man shall be commended according to his wisdom. But he that is of a perverse heart shall be despised. Your commendation, your rising up on this earth is a product or a function of God's wisdom in you. We have also said that this wisdom that we are talking about is not in great speeches or words, but it is in great works. If you say you have wisdom, then it must not show in your speech only, it must show in your works. If you have wisdom in marriage, then it must show in that aspect of your life. If you have wisdom in finances it must show in your life it is not about just great words but great speeches in the old testament uh, solomon is a symbol of divine wisdom and in first kings chapter 10 verses 6 the bible talking about the wisdom of solomon first kings chapter 10 verses 6 when the queen of sheba visited solomon she said and she said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in my own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. He said, I heard of your wisdom and of thy acts, of thy works. I have seen it by my eyes. So wisdom is seen in your acts, is seen in your works, not 
in your words. What is this wisdom that we are talking about? We have given so many definitions throughout the month. But this divine wisdom is the ability to draw life, scriptural, applicable lessons. The ability to draw life, scriptural, applicable lessons from what we see, from what we hear, and from what we observe. Solomon, talking about his wisdom, in 1st Kings chapter 4 verses 29 to 33, the Bible says that Solomon learned from trees. He talked about rivers. He learned from beasts. He learned from animals. The great Archbishop of Blessed Memory, Archbishop Bensinidahosa said, that I listen to everybody, including a fool, so that I can also learn how not to be a fool. Wisdom is the ability to draw life lessons from what we see, from what we hear, and from what we observe. Maybe you are operating a business with just five employees and your business is in crisis. Somebody is operating a business with thousand employees. Yet the person is living a sweat free life. Go and study him and learn of his wisdom as you also apply yourself to the things that you observe him do. You also have his kind of result. You are taking salary one point maybe ten million but you are always tight. Somebody is receiving 1.2 but yet is managing have lunch and the person is living a, 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 a debt free life. Go and learn from that person. Study the person. How is the person managing that amount? And as you observe and you apply yourself to that wisdom, you also have that kind of result. Maybe as a student, all that you carry is F9, F10, F12. Go and study. People that have AAA and learn of them the things that they apply themselves to. And as you apply yourself to those wisdom, you also have the kind of results that they are having. That is what we are talking about this morning. It is your ability to draw life lessons from the things that you are seeing, the things that you are hearing, and the things that you observe. One of the things that I always apply myself to any place I go with God's servants is to observe. Amongst you telling me to observe. One time went for empowerment. 
Samuel, he said, observe the way they do their worship and draw lessons from them. You draw lessons, how he relates to people, how he doesn't carry himself about. As you also apply yourself to those things, you also have this kind of results. Maybe you are a parent. You see children of other parents not stubborn, applying themselves to the truth of scriptures. Learn and use those truths that you have found to teach your children for them also to be godly. The other time we came to church, I think when we were having the fasting, those times that we used to write expectations, I think fasting days. And before we started, I saw Bodua, the expectation that she wrote, Lord, I want you to bless me and my sister Asida. Make us what I was surprised. That young, you learn lessons and then you also use it to teach your children how some parents have been very careless and have made their children to go wayward. There are so many people, we say prominent people in society who can't openly identify with their children in public. Because they are saying, ah, how can you control these children? Let them be free. How can you control them? If you don't control them now, they will control you to places you don't want to go. Before they become hard bones for you to be bent, teach them the ways of God. Apply wisdom principles to their life for them to walk in the ways of God. Before you start putting mantle on them and rubbing their pictures with anointing oil, teach them the way before it gets to that level. That is wisdom. You draw lessons from life. Everything around us carry lessons. So we draw lessons from those issues. And then we also apply ourselves to those things. And as we apply ourselves to those things, we also have the kind of results that they are having. Hallelujah. As it has been said, wisdom has works. Wisdom has proofs. What are the proofs of divine wisdom? The products or the virtues of divine wisdom. Divine wisdom has the ability to provide answers and solutions to every challenge It provides answers and solutions to the challenges of life. In Job chapter 28, Job chapter 28, the verse number 9 was talking about wisdom. Verse 7 says, There is a path which no fowl knoweth, which the vulture's eye has not seen. The lion's weight has not trodden it, nor the fierce lion passed by it. He said, He put forth his hand upon the rock. He overturned the mountains by the root. He cut out rivers among the rocks. 
and his eyes seared every precious thing. Captain Raven amongst rocks. That is impossible situation. But wisdom is able to cut rivers out of rocks. What it means is that with wisdom in place, challenges are dissolved. Wisdom is the dissolver of challenges of life. Check at the root of every crisis is wisdom problem. If you have wisdom, you will always carry answers to the challenges of life. The reason why you see some people live their life as if they don't go through challenges is because of the wisdom that they carry. Wisdom is the rod that stirs up your mind for solutions in every problem. Marital crisis, national problems, family problems, business problems, they are all as a result of the absence of wisdom. Wisdom has the ability to turn challenge. The Bible said about Daniel in Daniel chapter 5 verse 4. By wisdom, he was able to dissolve hard sentences. By wisdom. Wisdom levels every problem. He said he overturned the mountains by the root. With wisdom in place, there is no mountain before you that cannot be leveled. It deals with roots of problems. So, crisis that people are going through. You see, if you don't have wisdom as a believer, you suffer. The effect of sin is the same as the effect of wisdom. Some people suffer for the sins they commit. Some people also suffer for the foolishness they go through. When you have divine wisdom, suffering is displayed out of your life. So divine wisdom creates solutions and answers. With divine wisdom, crises are permanently silent. In the first service, I said that Foolish approach is what leads to reproach. So if you know God's ways of doing things, then you cannot go through reproach, shame. So suffering is at your neck because you don't know what to do. If you know what to do, challenges are not issues in your life. Hallelujah. So one virtue of divine wisdom that should stir all of us to always pray for divine wisdom is answers and solutions. The plagues of life. People are plagued. People are in certain kind of disease. Business are rocking. Certain people's business are in bankruptcy. It's because of lack of wisdom. If wisdom is in place, place are terminated. Hallelujah. Another product of wisdom is exploit. Wisdom communicates and generates exploit. That is mighty works. 
exploit in business, marriage, exploit in your profession is a function of wisdom. In Matthew chapter 13, verses 54. talking about Jesus and when he was come into his own country he taught them in their synagogue in so much that they were astonished and said when has this man this wisdom and these mighty works when has this man this wisdom and this mighty works wisdom is proportional to the mighty works in your life when wisdom is in place, what happens is that it generates mighty work. It generates supernatural results. Results that cannot be denied by mere men. That is what wisdom does in the life of the believer. In Mark chapter 6 verses 2. Mark chapter 6 verses 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From when has this man these things? And what wisdom is this, which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Hallelujah. So mighty hands, mighty works are wrought by wisdom. I pray that throughout this month and beyond, by this wisdom that is given from above, mighty works shall be wrought by your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Because of the virtues and the products of wisdom, it is therefore very important for us to know how to assess divine wisdom. So how do we assess divine wisdom? Principally, we have said that divine wisdom is assessed by the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the principal access to divine wisdom. In Job chapter 28, verse 28, to man, he said, the fear of the Lord is wisdom. Psalm 111 verse 10. Psalm 111 verse 10. Then Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. For us to walk in divine wisdom, that generates exploits. We must be righteous people. Because in Proverbs, he said that the fear of the Lord is to depart from evil. The fear of the Lord is to depart from evil. Sin destroys mentality. Sin 
withdraws divine wisdom from the life of the believer. If we want to assess divine wisdom, then we can live a double life. If we want to operate in divine wisdom, then holiness should be the mark of the believer. Because when God's fear is out of place, sin pollutes your mind. So, so many people are suffering for, are going through their problems because of lack of fear of God. He said, Ephraim has become an untamed king. He has mixed with the ungodly people. So today in the church, people have mixed themselves with sinners. Don't corrupt your mind by living in sin. Don't touch what is not yours. Don't compromise with sinners. Because when you blend with sinners, you lose your uniqueness. You either blend with them and remain at their level, or you stay in holiness and walk in divine wisdom for exploits. Daniel said, I will not defile myself. Job, who walked in wisdom, said, I eschew evil. Those who fear people don't chew evil. Hallelujah. He eschewed evil. He was not corrupt. Don't make your hands dirty. The prosperity we are teaching in church is not one corner corner prosperity. It's a clean one. You don't need to take bribe and be corrupt before you can prosper. So the fear of God is what makes God's people walk in divine wisdom. In some, uh, Proverbs chapter 2 verse 7. Also Proverbs chapter 3 verse 32. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. The fear of the Lord is wisdom. So let us keep our garments pure. Let us live a life of holiness. The kind of results that the end time believer is supposed to command is a function of your holiness. Because without divine wisdom, you can never stand above your peers. If you want to go the way of the world, you can never beat them. Because they are skillful than you are. So don't blend with them. Let's live a life of holiness. That is what ushers us into divine wisdom. So the fear of the Lord is to hate people. That is the principal access to divine wisdom. But the gateway to divine wisdom is inspiration. The gateway to divine wisdom is inspiration. And we define inspiration as instant knowledge to solve instant problems. Instant knowledge to solve instant problems. 
on the spot inside to solve certain problems. The challenges and the problems of life are without syllables and without timetable. In school, we have syllables for chemistry, we have timetable, times that will be examined, so you get prepared. But the challenges of life has no timetable, so they come at any time. And it would take God's knowledge for you to be able to solve problems that come suddenly, that you have no idea, you have never learned in school. That is what we call inspiration. That you are confronted with issues suddenly that you have never gotten any idea of. So we are talking about having secrets or answers without allowance to think. That is inspiration. We saw that in the life of Solomon. We saw that in the life of Jesus. That certain secrets are revealed unto them to solve certain problems as professionals. There are certain problems that we are confronted with at workplaces that you did not learn in school. It takes inspiration to be able to unravel the secret to solve those problems. That is what we are talking about, inspiration. And that is what I see God doing for his people, breathing upon our mind. There are some of us who did not study education, but you will run schools that will be termed as excellent, that cannot be beaten by any worldly principal school. There are some of you who did not study economics, but by inspiration, you'll be able to manage and command wealth even in times of hardship. That is what we are talking about, inspiration. Sudden solutions to solve problems you have never learned in school, you have no idea of. Hallelujah. And I see God breathing over your mind in the name of Jesus Christ. That is one way we access divine wisdom. And it is the secret that you have that makes God reveal you in your world. Daniel, a dream that somebody has dreamed and forgotten. They call you. Remember that dream and then also give interpretation. It takes inspiration. Certain knowledge. This one is not something you go and learn. You go and learn at school. For God to unravel issues. Joseph came before the king and was confronted with an issue. No allowance to take. And suddenly, God gave him an idea. Somebody who never studied agriculture, especially in the area of preservation, with an idea to save a whole nation. It was his idea that made Egypt, Egypt of those days. The other time God's servant told us, when you go to Egypt now, all the lands are owned by government. That was just 
idea, inspiration that you receive from God. So that is what we are talking And when you have ideas, your throne will always, it creates room for you. Somebody in prison, the next day, by inspiration, the king said, you are beside me, you don't have an idea, push. Joseph, come and sit here. When I am not, it is only when I am on the throne, I sit on the throne that I am greater than you. Do you think that the people like it that way? That a foreigner will be their king? No. But when you have answers to the issues of life, people have no choice but to make you their ruler, even if they hate you. Nobody, Joseph did not belong to any party. Nobody, nobody was consulted. By inspiration, certain answers, he was enthroned. Hallelujah. So inspiration is God brooding, brooding over our mind for us to receive secrets and answers to certain problems in life. How then do we assess inspiration? We assess inspiration on the altar of prayer, especially speaking in the language of the Holy Ghost. We assess inspiration through prayer, especially speaking in tongues. We saw in the life of Daniel and then the three Hebrew boys confronted with an issue and on the altar of prayer, God revealed answers to Daniel. In James chapter 1 verses 5, is any among you lacking wisdom? Let them ask. Let them ask. God revealed the secret and wisdom on the altar of prayer. Revelation of secret is as a result. It is in response to the supplication of God's people. Revelation of secret is in response to supplication. In the charge the scripture we read in Proverbs chapter 2 verses 3. Wisdom is assessed on the platform of crying and seeking for it. Verses 3. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the view of the Lord and find knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge, understanding. If thou criest, if thou criest, if thou criest, Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, call unto me and I will show you hidden things and I will reveal unto you things that you have not known, things that you have never learned. So, inspiration, certain answers, revelation, secrets are revealed on the platform of praying. And especially praying in the language of the Spirit. Because when we speak in the language of the Spirit, the Bible says that we are speaking in mysteries. And the Holy Ghost also communicates back to us mysteries. The principal mission of the Holy Ghost is guidance. He will guide. He will show. He will teach. He will lead. In, in, in Isaiah chapter 11 verses 1 to 3, 
you read about the specialized ministry of the Spirit of God and about five of them ministers to your mind. So the ultimate mission of the Spirit is wisdom. So as you speak in the language of the Spirit, you are speaking secrets, mysteries that no one understands. And then prayer is a form of communication. He also speaks back to you mysteries that you don't understand. Church, there are issues confronting you that you have no answers to. Don't just sleep like that. Cry and speak in the language of the Spirit. One great man of God said, if you don't understand, speak in the language that you don't understand. There are issues that you don't understand. Don't just use human reasoning and speak in the language you don't understand. God will show you secrets. That you are marketing a product and you are, they are not buying, you are giving excuses. And this time, uh, political season, we don't buy. Who told you we don't buy? Christ, speak in the language you don't understand. And God will show you where to go. In conclusion, one guy said, he completed the invest, he did business administration after school. Never had a job. Then one time, he said, uh, he was sent to the bank to go and deposit some money. And whilst he was going, he said, he didn't know what happened. He started speaking in the language of the spirit. So when he got to the bank, when he was sitting in the queue, he was just speaking in, in the language of the spirit. Then all of a sudden, he said one of the bankers had some like exchanges with one, I think the boss. She went out to the market to, to buy some few things. And the boss was furious. You don't use working hours to go and do your own business. And he said instantly an idea came. The, 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 I mean the boy who was praying in the spirit. An idea came that this is the business I am giving unto you. He said God gave me an idea that he started going from bank to bank. When he goes, he goes. What he does is that he will ask them, all the women, do you have anything to buy in the market? Take their monies and then go and buy the things and bring them. He started doing that. When I was reading the market, he said now he has 21 employees that they move from bank to bank doing that job and it is great this one he said he's now going to open a branch in Kumasi and I know very soon you come to Takradi that is what we are talking about inspiration something that is not in existence he was looking for a job not knowing that God has a job for him so on the altar of praying in the language of the Spirit, God gave him an idea. And when you listen, you read the vision he has, he wants to be an international businessman. He's getting there. That is what secrets can do. And it can only be accessed on the altar of praying in the language of the Spirit. Please, if you are here, you don't speak in tongues. As we pray, it is something that God once you are born again, it is inside you. Begin to speak it. Make it your habit. Always speaking in the language of the Spirit. And always carry pen and paper around. 
as you are speaking in the language of the Spirit, God will be giving you ideas. Don't store them. Write them down. Hallelujah. So we assess inspiration on the altar of prayers by speaking in the language of the Spirit. Shall we please be on our feet? You want to lift up your voice? We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.